Yo, today's QOD is, if you're committed, you'll find a way. If you're not, you'll make excuses. Here we go. The Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got the author of The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod, on the show today. Today, Hal is going to share a framework that you can use to organize your morning routine. We have so many people encouraging us to do all these different things in the morning. Like You just woke up and you already feel overwhelmed by all the things that people want you to do. And these are things that are, are paramount. These are things that I think everybody should do every single day if you want to live the life you want to live, right? If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind to direct your life to go in the way that you want to go. And these include your meditation or your prayer. These include exercise, visualization, affirmations, and study. How do you squeeze all that stuff in in the morning? Hal Elrod's going to show you how to do that. He's coming up. We're going to go through the lifesavers right now. And by the way, my wife gets a little bit more credit. She's my muse, I've realized. It took me a while to figure that out. But I was writing the book one day, and I had the six practices, meditation, affirmations, right, all the way down to journaling. And I was, I was, I was like, how do, I, how do I get these in a way where they're, like, memorable or they, they flow together? And I was frustrated, and I got up to just take a little walk from my computer, and I saw my wife in the hallway. She goes, how's it going? I go, I'm frustrated. She said, why? I said, because I have these six practices. None of them are new. And I don't know how to articulate them in a way that's memorable and cohesive. She said, why don't you get a thesaurus and see if you can swap out any of the words and make an acronym that people could remember? I gave her a big kiss. And I was like, that's brilliant. I love that. And so meditation became silence, which is good because the mavers would have been weird right? Um, and I will tell you this, it almost felt like it was, it was meant to be like it was destiny because I quickly figured out the SAVERS acronym and I realized these are the six practices that saved me from a life of struggle. They saved me from missing out on my full potential. And again, that's what they've done for millions of people. I know many of you are in this room. So that's your meditation or your prayer or your breath work or your quiet contemplation time. Most people don't start the day in silence, although silence is where our best ideas come from. You gain, anybody had the shower ideas, right? Like your best ideas are in the shower or your best ideas are when you're falling asleep at night, right? And there's no stimulation. But how do most of us start our day? Do we give ourselves space for silence and clarity or do we reach over to our bedside table and go, Right? How many seconds before we open our eyes, do we, are, we, are we scrolling on the phone? And there may not be auditory sound, right? But it's, it's visual, we're, it's, we're overstimulating ourselves. So I have a rule that I don't do open my phone until I've done my silence. Unless I'm doing a guided meditation on my phone, which that happens sometimes. Um, the A is for affirmations. And affirmations have been taught in a way where there's two problems. 
Number one, we're taught to lie to ourselves until we trick ourselves into believing something is true. One of the affirmations I found is if you want to be wealthy or if you want to be a millionaire, just say, I am a millionaire and step into that. But the truth will always prevail, right? Like if you go, I, if you're saying I am blank and it's not true, then your subconscious is going to go, you're lying to yourself, right? And then you're fighting. You're adding an inner conflict. Like we need one more, right? So the second problem with affirmation is we're taught to use this flowery passive language that promises a magical result independent of any effort. You've probably heard one like this. I am a money magnet. Money flows to me effortlessly and in abundance. Sorry, that's not how money works, right? I wish it was, right? We just sit back and just read out for me. Ah, I'm a magnet. No, you got to produce value, put forth effort, right? And then you'll, now, why do people like that affirmation? Because it gives them temporary relief. That's literally delusion, right? You go, oh, thank, like, I looked at my bank balance. It's negative. Oh God, I'm going to do my affirmations. Money is going to flow to me effortlessly and in abundance. Oh, that feels way better, Right? That's not how money works. Here are, oh, that's what I just covered for you, right? The affirmations, why they've failed you, lying to yourself doesn't work, and passive language doesn't produce measurable results. So what does? Here are three steps to create affirmations that produce results. Number one, affirm what you're committed to. In life, you don't get what you want because you want it. We get what we're committed to. In fact, I could give a whole hour-long talk on the single determining factor in your success is whether or not you're committed. That's it. If you're committed, you'll find a way. If you're not, you'll make excuses. That's it. So for me, my affirmations are my North Star. I affirm I am committed to these things. Step two, why is it meaningful to you? Why are you committing? What are the reasons and the benefits that are so compelling that you will do whatever it takes to make your commitment a reality? And number three, which actions will you take to ensure your success? And when are you committed to taking those actions? I wanted to double my income when I was in Cutco my last year. I wanted to double my best year ever. And it was super simple. I just realized I just have to double the number of prospecting calls I make. That's it. So I committed to make 20 calls a day, five days a week, minimum. And what do you know? I, the, the year before I had averaged like 9.4 calls. I doubled my calls and I doubled my sales. It was that easy. And I doubled my income. So what are you committed to? Why is it important to you? Why is it a must for you? Why is it meaningful to you? And which actions will you take and when? The V is for visualization. Think about this. The world's greatest athletes visualize themselves performing at their best before they step onto the field or step onto the court. And you should do the same before you step out into your day. Why visualizing can be counterproductive? We've been taught to visualize the end result and that's it. The problem with that is when all you do is see the end result, you can trick yourself into thinking it's a foregone conclusion independent of your effort. 
So here are two steps, two parts to effective visualization. Number one, yes, visualize the ideal outcome because when you see it, it becomes real for you and you generate emotions toward what it's going to feel like. When I ran that ultra marathon, I visualized myself crossing the finish line and I got excited about that outcome so that I was compelled to do whatever was necessary to get there. But that's the most important part of your visualization is step two, visualize yourself engaged in your ideal activity with optimum emotion, whatever you need to do. So the most important part of my visualization for the marathon was not seeing myself cross the finish line. That got me excited, but that didn't get me out on a run. What got me on a run was I would visualize myself, literally I'd sit in my chair in the morning and I'd visualize myself getting up I would see my phone alarm going off at 7 a.m. That's when I committed to run. I'd go into my closet, get my running shoes on. I would see this. I would see myself go through my living room, out the front door. I can still see it. And then I would visualize opening the door and seeing the sidewalk. And then I would usually combine affirmations. I would go, I'm going to go for a run today. It's going to be the best run of my life. I can do this. I'm becoming better and better with every step that I take. Something like that, right? I get myself excited as I saw the sidewalk. And then guess what happened at 7 a.m. when the alarm went off? I hated running, but I didn't visualize hating running that morning. What happened was automatic. Oh, it's 7. Like a robot, I'd be like, uh, go into my closet, get dressed walk through the living room, open the front door, see the sidewalk. And I was flooded with the emotions that I rehearsed that morning. Those affirmations, I'm excited. I'm going to go for this run. I'm going to become better and better with every step that I take. You can apply that to cold calling people. You can apply that to anything. Visualize yourself doing the activity that's going to get you where you want to be. And when you see yourself doing it, generate positive emotions that will compel you to take action. The E in Sabres is for exercise. Real simple. Don't, you don't need to go to the gym in the morning. I'm talking five to 10 minutes of jumping jacks, some stretching, yoga. Like the point is to get blood and oxygen flowing through your body so you feel more awake and you have blood and oxygen to your brain so you think clear and you have more energy. So I just do like five minutes of jumping jacks and like punching the air and whatever. I just move my body. Really important in the morning. The R is for reading. A lot of people, when they do their Miracle Morning 30-day challenge, which we're going to get to, uh, they, for their, to start, all they do is wake up 30 minutes earlier and then read the Miracle Morning. And then when they get to the chapter, so you might need to reread the Miracle Morning. I would encourage you to reread. I reread books all the time. I get more value when I reread a book because I'm already familiar with the content and now I can just deepen my understanding. So the reading is not, again, rocket science, but I have a rule. I'm not allowed to read a business book until I read a book on parenting or marriage. And that reminds me that they, my family is my highest priority. I learned something to help me be a better dad or husband before I focus on the business. And the final S is for scribing, which again, I owe my wife and the thesaurus for that word. I didn't even know what it was. Here's how I scribe every morning, really simple. One to three things I'm grateful for. And then I look at my ever-growing to-do list. Anybody else have one of those? 
which has more things on it than I can get done in any given day. And I'm tempted to gravitate toward the easiest things, not the consequential things, the easy things. So I do this every day. I look at that to-do list and I go, okay, out of the 20 things, what are the three that are going to make the biggest difference in my business, in my life, even if I'm scared of them? And that's what I commit to doing. So those are the six savers. You can do them in any order. Some people like to start with exercise to get the blood flowing, right? I like to start with meditation. It's just a really nice way to kind of ease into the day. You can do them in any order. You can do them in any time frame. You can do a 30-minute miracle morning, five minutes each. You can do a 60-minute miracle morning. You can do 10 minutes each, or you can do 20 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of reading, and five minutes of each of the others. You can completely customize your miracle morning to fit your preferences and your lifestyle. And we're going to wrap up with a 30-day challenge. Super simple. Wake up 30 minutes earlier. Can you do the full hour? Absolutely. But when we're trying to change our behavior, it's much better to take baby steps than quantum leaps. It's much easier to sustain small changes than it is big ones. So I'm inviting you to, at the very minimum, 30 minutes earlier. And just do one of the savers to start. You don't have to do all six. Like I said, if you're brand new to the Miracle Morning or if you're rereading the book, just start with the R. And then when you get to the chapter on silence, integrate that in. And then affirmations and visualization. And again, this is minimal. You can start out. My first Miracle Morning was one hour, all six practices. And it always has been. And then last but not least, join the Miracle Morning community at MiracleMorning.com. This is, it's a free Facebook group. How many of you are already in that community? There's a UK one as well, but it's a great way to tap into, you know, tens of thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people that are doing the Miracle Morning so that you don't feel alone. That was Hal Elrod. His website is HalElrod.com. I highly recommend you pick up his book, Miracle morning. It's a fantastic book that's going to help you to organize your morning routine so you can squeeze it all in. And so you can get 1% better every single day. Think about that. Getting just a little bit better every day. Where are you going to be at the end of the year? You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Hal Elrod's newest Miracle Morning Keynote, Arbon UK 2022. All right, we got Reverend Ike on the show tomorrow on a Finance Friday. He's going to talk about the negative labels that people, especially as he says, minorities have accepted about themselves because other people tell them that they're supposed to think this way about themselves. It, it literally makes me crazy. And I guess it made Reverend Ike a little crazy as well. And he's going to talk about that tomorrow. And so enjoy your Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.